from Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions. I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Dr. B, today I want to talk about burnout, because that's where I'm at, so I need a little free advice. It's funny, a friend of mine sent me an article on how the Dutch deal with burnout. And it's a word, it's pronounced Nixon, and it's the art of doing nothing. I don't mean just laying on a sofa. It's doing nothing, releasing all thought from your brain, whether you're sitting on a bench watching a sailboat go by on a lake or you're in a park looking at a tree. What do you think about that? People, by doing nothing, may be able to rest their minds. It's as if you do as little as possible. Yeah, it's like you're putting your mind on nap mode. But you get the same benefits like just, oh, I think I'll just go to sleep for a while. A lot of our sleep phases, some of them have to do with these restorative mechanisms, you know, rest our brain, you know, so that we we don't get burned out. It's really analogous to some of the sleep architecture. And there are things in there that have to do with with sleep. Now, here's the thing. When I was doing research for this podcast, I found that there is a difference between being stressed and being burned out. So I just want to talk about the difference because there is a distinct difference and what you do about it is even different. So what is the difference between stress and burnout? And burnout is definitely not the same as stress. Instead, it it's really like work-related symptoms. You're, you're feeling a loss of enthusiasm. You're not excited about, about what you're doing. You're exhausted about your work, and you don't feel like it matters. That's burnout. Stress, a little different. And it could be related to other health conditions. It's popular. It's popular in the press. And people talk about they're overloaded. They got too much to do. But it certainly is much different than a burnout situation, which is on the continuum of a depression. Because that you mentioned you, you've lost your enthusiasm. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just stressed, but they keep going. Burnout's more like, oh, I just want to escape. You know, I'm burned out because I've been working so, so, so hard that I'm completely, completely overwhelmed. So, you know, a lot of it has to do with my inability to just say no. So I want to turn the conversation into how do you say no? Because people like me, we're fixers, we're pleasers, you know, we want to help. You start to resent and get cranky with people when they ask you for the upteen time for a favor. How do I resolve that? How do the people in our audience resolve that problem? You don't have to say yes to everything. Let's say your boss wants you to do. If you're strategic about what you say yes to and don't beat yourself up, then it's going to be great for your health and well-being. It's real easy to say, just say no. You know, like we told the kids, just say no to drugs. And the kid comes back, yeah, but it's not that easy, (laughs) right? 
Yeah. I mean, you almost need to help people that have a tough time saying no. You have to help them with the words. Yeah. And the concept and work out their issues about not being able to say no. Like, let's say, you know, people are pleasers or they have fearful for their job. or You know, there could be all kinds of reasons. And a person should analyze themselves and manage, you know, th those issues and they can do that in many ways. You know, the other day you were telling me that often you get this, someone finds out you're a psychiatrist, and then they start talking about their friend that has this problem, and what would you do? How do you handle something like that without insulting the person? Uh, sometimes you really just have to just take, uh, you know, time for the other person and uh, just and redirect them. And because it isn't really appropriate at this point, but, you know, I would listen and say, well, why don't you go and, uh, you know, get some help from your friends. If it doesn't work, get a therapist um, and, and get some real help. Yeah, that's good advice is redirect. And in just in saying that, you've helped them, right? But exactly. not giving them solid advice yet, yet. But like you said, the... Uh, environment in which it's asked is just inappropriate. Um, let's continue on with now just say no is helpful for burnout. What are some other key pieces of advice for someone, a patient that comes to you and says, oh, doc, I am burned out. Just say no is 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 one thing. But what are some other takeaways? You know, the first thing that I always think about is of ask for help. Uh, I mean, talk to people, get some other ideas, supervisors, co-workers, colleagues, friends, family. Get some ideas so you're not isolated about it. Just reach out a little, you know, and it really works. Then, of course, we talked about saying no, and that was a whole conversation itself. Now we get into decompress. Well, what does that mean? What do you do? to calm yourself down. Do you go to the gym? Do you go do sports? Do you watch movies? Do you read books? What do you do to just get into another world, you know, that's, you, you, you keep your mind from thinking about things. Decompress, really important. Then practice. Think about makes you feel rested, relaxed, and do these things more. You got to practice at it. Doesn't mean you're going to just say you're going to do it. And put in a little time at the end of having a tough day and practice some gratitude. And, you know, it makes your mind focus on something positive and it redirects the mind. It is an amazing tool. People who can do that really accomplish a lot more, especially if they're under a lot of pressure. Then we got this one. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorites, too. Prioritize your relationships. And really, in simple terms, what that means is, hey, nurture some of your personal connections, okay? Make sure you call people on the end of the day. You reach out. You talk to your family. You see your family. You do stuff. And, and that is so important. So, and, you know, they are going to be there to support you in difficult times. And getting help really works. I do see a lot of people in my practice having you know issues like this and 
and people really get better. This is one of the things that I like helping people with because you do get some results, really. You know, I um, I have to laugh because the prioritizing of relationships, that's something that comes with age. You know, when you're younger and you're at college and you have the weird friend and then you have the drama mama friend, it just, you just, you're like Teflon then. You're like, oh, they're all fun. And it doesn't bother you like it does when you're older. And then when you're older, you know, that quality time left that we talk about, you start to say, you know what? My time is really valuable. I think I'm going to pare down my friend circle. And be around people that just make me happy, which gets back to people that are not going to stress you out and therefore you won't have burnout. And if all else fails, do (laughs) nothing. (laughs) That is the key that we want to leave people with. And all else fails, do nothing. That's right. So everyone listening, if you're having a hard time with burnout, spend a week doing nothing and call us in the morning (laughs) try it out i i I do it it works for me well thank you dr you have a great week of doing nothing i i will try i will try but i don't think this is my week but my week is coming up from bregman md You've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.